This is the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks on KQB with expert advice from CPA attorney and retirement and estate planning expert, Jim Lang, the best-selling author of Retire Secure and the Roth Revolution, Pay Taxes Once and Never Again. Now on the air and online worldwide at retiresecure.com, get ready to talk smart money. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. I'm your host, David Baer, here in the KQV studio with Jim Lang, CPA, attorney, and author of two best-selling books, Retire Secure and The Roth Revolution, Pay Taxes Once and Never Again. Tonight's topic is Available Services for Seniors. Finding and identifying available resources can be a difficult maze to navigate for both older adults and adult children concerned about their aging parents and relatives. How can older adults stay active and engaged in their community? How does an adult child know when it's time to intervene for the safety and well-being of their elderly parents and relatives? To answer these questions, we welcome Maxine Horn from the Jewish Family and Children's Service of Pittsburgh. Maxine is also the Information and Referral Specialist for AgeWell Pittsburgh, a collaborative program between the JF and CS, Jewish Association on Aging, and the Jewish Community Center. AgeWell Pittsburgh is a network of services designed to help all older adults remain healthy and independent, regardless of their race, religion, ancestry, sexual orientation, handicap, or disability. Listeners, since our show is live, Jim and Maxine are available to answer your questions. To join the conversation, call KQV Studios at 412-333-9385. That's 412-333-9385. Hello, Jim, and welcome, Maxine. Thank you. I should mention that I have had uh, two significant uh, personal needs that was addressed very well by uh, AGWL Pittsburgh and its predecessor and specifically by Maxine. Um, One time my wife actually had um, thyroid cancer and there was a treatment course that was a little bit tricky to implement. It meant um, a certain separation from our young daughter at the time and we needed additional help and actually my wife called, not even knowing that Maxine was my was a relative, and I'll get to that in a minute. And she was given fabulous advice, and it worked out very well. My mother was also um, a client of Jewish Family Health and Children's Services. Um, this is she. My mom just passed uh, this past March at age 95, but uh, she had a wonderful social worker, and she was very well taken care of. But towards the end, she actually had a stroke, and when she had a stroke, that obviously was a huge uh, shock to the family, and I needed somewhere to go for a lot of things. And I called Agewell, and specifically um, Maxine Horn, who was just wonderful, both after the stroke, um, for that surviving period between when my mom had the stroke and she died, and then even after death, how to handle a lot of these things, and she just was was a pillar of strength and of great information. Now, I also should mention, out out of full disclosure, that Maxine Horn is a is a relative of mine. She is my first cousin once removed. Her mother, my 
uh, deceased mother, um, who I know as Aunt Sarah, was one of the sweetest women you could ever meet. And as a little aside, shared the same birthday as, as I on September 12th. Oh, so, coming up here soon. <laughs> Remember that, listeners. <laughs> coming up. Uh, 56, if you're curious. 56. <laughs> All right. So, so, Maxine, could you just tell us a little bit of, a, of an introduction? What is Agewell Pittsburgh? Well, um, Agewell Pittsburgh is not the easiest thing to understand, so bear with me for just a second. Agewell Pittsburgh is a um, collaboration, a partnership of three nonprofit agencies, each with their own senior service departments, who have formed an alliance, um, an, an umbrella, I would like to call it, uh, and we serve over 6,000 seniors per year, and the sole purpose of doing that is to help these seniors remain independent in the community. Uh, we formed almost 10 years ago. Um, it, it, that's a whole story in itself, I'll tell you another time, but uh, we did form because there were confusions about services and how to access them, and we wanted to create somehow a single point of entry into all of the services that were available under these three agency um, roofs uh, so that people didn't have to make multiple stops and multiple calls. We call it one-stop shopping. So what happened was we formed together. We call ourselves Agewell Pittsburgh, um, and it's been a very successful uh, collaboration. Um, we have been recognized nationally. Uh, we have received the United Way Award for Excellence, United Way of Allegheny County, who are very strong supporters of ours. And it's been a wonderful um, collaboration, very interesting, because these were three independent, very independent organizations that managed to put aside their ter territorialism and join together for a common good. Can you just give a sense of what those organizations are for listeners? Jewish Family and Children's Service is um, an organization that is dedicated mostly to social services for seniors, um, which I can go into. Some, some um, counseling is available, care management is available, in-home care is available, support groups. Care management is a big component of what mm -hmm. we do. So that's, that's in-home care. Uh, it, uh, that is um, social services. The Jewish Community Center is the arm that provides most of the social and recreational programs for seniors. Um, what do I mean? I mean um, there is programming that's directed specifically for seniors. For those who have um, Highmark products, there is a, a very huge silver uh, sneakers program. The Jewish Community Center is also at the Area Agency on Aging Senior Center so that seniors can get there. And that's, that's both in Squirrel Hill and I think in Mount Lebanon? Is there it? is a, a Jewish community center in Mount Lebanon. However, it does not have the senior programming okay. that is available in Squirrel Hill. So if I understand this right, is Agewell Pittsburgh kind of the gatekeeper that, yeah. that somebody would call or approach 
and then be directed to one of these three agencies or and, or maybe something that you could handle um, if it's, say, a quick question on your own. Is that correct? It, that is absolutely correct. I don't want to shortchange Actually, the JAA, right. which is the third, one, <laughs> the yeah. third, the third right. arm, uh, I, and then I'll answer your question directly, Jim. Uh, the Jewish Association on Aging also provides some home and community-based services. For example, there is a Meals on Wheels program. There is an outpatient physical therapy program. There is a, um, uh, a service uh, for people with mild to moderate dementia, uh, that they can go for day services. Uh, we also have, an, it, not quite under the umbrella, but there is um, a nursing home and uh, two assisted livings mm-hmm. that fall under those auspices. Now, to get back to your question, Jim, yes, that's exactly the way AgeWell was un- envisioned, that the call would come to AgeWell, and I would field those calls if it was possible I would refer the caller to services underneath the AgeWell umbrella. Uh, that is to the three J mm-hmm. organizations. If that was not going to be a good referral, then of course I go outside. So you are free to go outside. Absolutely, uh, and I do often. I have, I don't know how many hundreds of of uh, referrals in my database. Um, I refer a lot to the Area Agency on Aging, which is another very big mm-hmm. uh, organization in, uh, that, it, that provides services to citizens in Allegheny County. All citizens. All citizens in Allegheny County who are over 60. All right, so. and, and that's probably an important point for, for our listeners because when they hear names like Jewish Family Health and Children's Services, etc., that they might think, well, I'm not Jewish, this doesn't apply to me. That that comes up, and I am quick to reassure everybody that um, that is not true. The, uh, all, all services are completely non-sectarian. We are Jewish in origin, um, but the, our mission has evolved over time, and we are anxious to serve the entire community, and we do serve the entire community of Allegheny County. These are three old organizations we're talking about, well-established. Well, uh, over 100 years right. apiece. A piece. A 300 piece. years of service. 300 years of service, right. right, providing essentially 21 different programs to the community. Um, and, and the easiest way to access those services is to do the one-stop shop. Um, just to, just call me, and I will direct your call. And I can imagine you said that there were three very independent organizations. I can imagine a little bit of infighting or problems or, to use your own words, territoriality of some people who certainly mean well, but like many of us, including myself, have our own certain territory. And you must be one of the great diplomats to A, get this thing off the ground, and B, to keep it go- going. Is And, and plus, I, I know that you have, what, what is your experience, uh, 25 years doing this type of work, and you're starting, um, and I'll tell the audience, as a very bright, capable, caring woman, I would imagine that that might be a little bit of a juggling act. Well, it wasn't for me because (laughs) I came in and I watched the others do the juggling. I understood um, where we were going, but you were entirely correct. 
Um, each of these agencies is a proud agency with tremendous history and tremendous success, each one of them. And when you say, okay, now we're going to put all that identity aside and just be known as Agewell Pittsburgh, for the senior population, of course, um, this doesn't apply to the rest of the community, but for the senior population, this is no longer going to be this, this, and this. This is going to be age well Pittsburgh. Well, that does take a little doing, and in fact, the first couple of years were a little touchy, and to that end, we did bring in some um, experts to help us along the path. All right, and the other thing is you said that this is geared for people who are 60 years and older, mm -hmm. but you also said that this is available for children of aging parents. So in my own case, I'm not yet 60, but my mom was 95. Uh, she was not in a position that she could contact you, but I did on her behalf. So this is not only just for the 60 and older, this is for caretakers and relatives of the ultimate end patient. Is yes, that right? Absolutely. Um, the people uh, call all the time about their parents who are clearly, the, the callers themselves are clearly under 60 or approaching 60, um, and even grandchildren call or nieces and nephews call. This is not the least bit uncommon, so it's definitely a service for everybody. All right, and before we go much further, if somebody is interested in AgeWell, could you give them perhaps a, a website um, and a telephone number and, you know, where where they would start the process with a question or an issue? And we'll probably do this once or twice more sure. throughout the show. Sure. Uh, my direct line is 412-422-0400. And uh, one, one more time, please. 412-422-0400. That is my direct line right into my office, and I'm the one who answers no, that. No, not a secretary? Phone. Not a secretary. Not a machine? <laughs> not a machine. <laughs> just me. And if I don't answer, that means I'm either out of the office or on the phone. And I always return my calls. Always, always. There is also a website, which is www.agewellpgh. You know, that's short for Pittsburgh, agewellpgh.org. All right, and one more time for the website, please. www.agewellpgh.org. What kind of services are offered? What, 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 you, you, you did a, a little bit of, of each one, uh -huh. but what, what do you think are some of the, the important services that you could picture a lot of our listeners to taking advantage of? Probably the most common call that we have has to do with in-home care. Um, people are aging, and the whole focus of people in, in, who are over 60, um, if you're looking at a child's perspective or a spouse's perspective, you want to know that this person can stay at home as long as possible and remain independent while doing so. Now, independence sometimes requires some help. So I would say that in-home help, if you want to call it mm -hmm. in-home help rather than in-home care, would be 
probably what I get called about the most. And we do have a very fine registry of um, in-home caregivers who have been very carefully screened um, and trained um, and vouched for by us who are available to go into the home. And, and I'll take it a step further because um, I contacted back, back then, they either didn't have or I didn't know of AgeWell, and I contacted the Jewish Family Health and Children's Services as my mom was aging and we needed some help to help keep her in her home. And the social worker that was assigned to her was a woman named Pearl Offerbach, who was just, I consider the social worker from heaven. She was just so terrific. And she came in and she met with my mother at various times. And she made uh, some recommendations for refitting the the bathroom, things to do on the floor, uh, railings, things that in retrospect seem like common sense, but things that I hadn't thought of. And then later on, when my mom actually needed somebody to uh, spend time with her during the day and somebody to help maybe cook some meals and help get her around and take her to doctor's appointments and things like that, um, Pearl was able to suggest uh, a team of caregivers who who were wonderful. And I I was just so, so impressed that she was able to do that. So I can personally vouch. Uh, again, I don't obviously d- can't vouch for everybody, but I can for Pearl and Lisa. And Lisa, by the way, what a wonderful woman. I hope you're out there listening, Lisa. She actually, when my mom was literally after the stroke and couldn't uh, communicate much at all, Lisa actually came to visit her on her own dime and actually came to her funeral. So these these are people they who care. really care. They really are. They do. They do. All right. Um, Shall we thank, you know, uh, this is a good place for a break? Well, when we return, Jim and Maxine will continue the conversation. And remember, since we're live, please call with questions at 412-333-9385. The Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks, featuring the expert advice of Pittsburgh-based CPA attorney Jim Lang. More coming up on KQVAM 1410. The Lang Money Hour continues on KQV AM 1410. For all of your financial needs, turn to Lang Financial Group in Squirrel Hill, 412-521-2732. Let's talk more smart money. And welcome back to the Lang Money Hour. I'm David Baer here with Jim Lang and Maxine Horn from Agewell, Pittsburgh. If you have a question for either, call us at 412-333-9385. Maxine, um, you were telling us a little bit about some of the services that, that you provide. Who who would be a typical caller, or who does actually call uh, AgeWell Pittsburgh? Uh, who calls AgeWell Pittsburgh is just about anybody. It could be the person himself or herself, somebody who is aging and knows that there is something that is needed. Um, it could be a child. Um, who perhaps has been home after a long break, maybe after a vacation um, of some sort or after a a holiday when there's been a long separation, comes home and sees that something's not not quite right with mom. Mm -hmm. She's not the same as she used to be. Um, I get calls from professionals, um, people who know that my database goes pretty deep 
and I will work and work and work till I find the appropriate referral for that person. Um, if I can't find it, if it's not in my database and it's not in my drawer of files, I will keep working at it until I, till I find it. And how, how do people find out about Ageville Pittsburgh? Very frankly, I'll tell you something that's a little bit interesting. I was talking to one of my clients, and she was telling me, now she had lived downtown, and she said, you know, I kind of wanted to come back to Squirrel Hill, but I wasn't really sure if I was able to get services, if I could stay in an apartment on my own, um, what kind of community there would be. And then there's this wonderful collaboration of these th various social groups uh, who, who got together and that really convinced me I should move to Squirrel Hill and I'm able to take advantage and I said oh really and who's the coordinator and then they said Maxine Horn I thought oh my goodness that's my first cousin One, once removed but, <laughs> but, uh, but here I was in the community and I have, I have actually given out names of, of different social workers and I've given out Pearl's name plenty of times how do people find out about you guys? Are you, are you a well-kept secret? Um, I think we are a well-kept secret, um, but we hope that that will change, certainly with an opportunity like, like you have given mm -hmm. us uh, today on, on this program. Um, I'm certainly hoping uh, that that is true. But we do have the website. We do uh, know that people um, Google uh, services. Mm -hmm. We are in the phone book. We do have print material. Um, and I do go, you know, make presentations around um, so we do our best. We All are right. a nonprofit agency, non so we can't. We oh yeah, nonprofit. So we don't have extra dollars for advertising. But well, well, yeah. you you just said that you that you give talks. So if let's say that that I am a uh, in charge of bringing in guests, and let's say that my uh, my audience, the people who usually come to my events, are seniors they should perhaps consider having you come in and give a little talk and you would be able to give seniors resources that would enable to help them live better lives, um, I would hope presumably so. staying at home. I would hope so. That's my goal. That's all of our goals. What, what are some of the common questions that you get? Well, the simplest, que there's two kinds of questions that I get. I divide them into simple questions and complex questions. Simple questions are questions about in-home care, which I've just described to you, but they're simple because there's an answer mm -hmm. that I can deal with right away. Um, transportation is a simple question because there are finite means of transportation. Housing, home-delivered meals, adult day services, these are these are very specific answers. They're easy to come up with. Not easy for the families to ask, by but the way, know. but I know what the answers are. The more complex calls I can hear by, by the information that the caller gives me that there are many dynamics at work. For example, social isolation on the part of the mom who insists on staying in her own home, but doesn't get out anymore. It's harder and harder mm -hmm. to get out, doesn't have any social interaction with people. Um, and this, in turn, may bring on a depression or may be part of the depression that she seems to be uh, having right now. Caregiver stress is a, a very big problem uh, that we see 
often, and this is this is when a caregiver has so much on her plate mm-hmm. or his plate, a lot right. of male caregivers, that they they are overwhelmed, they're tired, they don't have people to share responsibilities with, and it's it's very difficult. These are very complicated questions. And are some of the men are related? Because I was thinking in my mom my mom's own case, I. Um, she, and, and she lived independently, literally, until she died. Uh, but she did have some help. And what, I was always trying to get her out to to a bridge game, to a concert, uh, and even to her, her doctor's office visits. And one of the things that you were able to do was to help coordinate a driver who was able to take her to these places. So I would imagine some of these things, what what might sound like a simple question might end up being interrelated. So you could say, well, here's a couple places that she might consider going, and by the way, here's how we can get her there. You're right, and I'm, I, I want to exemplify that by this, this little call that I had. Let's, let's call her Ethel, um, who called, uh, or, or her daughter called about her. Um, she's an 80-year-old woman who's moved back to Pittsburgh from Florida, where she had lived for many years to be near her daughter. Her husband had passed away in the meantime, and her friends had kind of disappeared. Either they've moved back to their families or they have died or whatever. So she's lonely. All of her friends are gone. She's back in Pittsburgh where she hasn't lived for a long time. She's depressed. In addition, she is becoming more isolated because her hearing is bad, Mm -hmm. which is causing more anxiety. So the daughter says, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with mom? This is really tough. So what we did is we recommended one of our programs. It's called Checkmates. And Checkmates is a volunteer-driven program that works out of the Jewish Community Center in which peers, older adults themselves, take on the responsibility of calling a person like Ethel or many hundreds other like her once a month just to check in on, uh, once a week, excuse me, once a week to check in on mm-hmm. her to see how she's doing. Now, you see how this works both ways. First, it's a wonderful thing. Ethel knows that, that um, Margaret is going to call her on Thursday, and it's just she looks forward to that conversation. And pretty soon what happens is Margaret says, Ethel, you know what? You shouldn't be staying at home all this time. Why don't you come up and have lunch with me mm-hmm. at the JCC? So Ethel maybe takes a few weeks to make up her mind that she's going to do that, but eventually she comes to the JCC. Now she knows all, not only Margaret, but she meets all of these other people who were around um, with her. And she sees that people are participating in exercise classes and listening to lectures every now and then. Um, and so this is already, she's already doing well. I don't recall at this point whether this particular person I might have referred for psychological services, but that's certainly within my capabilities to do mm-hmm. if I think that this this woman is really not responding. Let's say she refuses services. So um, uh, if she's refusing services, then for sure I may re- 
ask for psychological services. Um, and well, the the other the other question that I had there was if you mentioned hearing aid. You said mm -hmm. Ethel has a hearing problem. Yep. And, and by the way, that was a fight that I had with my mom for years. I, I eventually, quote, won. She finally agreed to put them in when I went there. And for a while, it was one. How, how, how do you work on that one? Because I could picture a lot of children with ch parents not completely deaf, but partially deaf, who would substantially... Uh, benefit from a hearing aid, what what wisdom do you have there, or is that just too tough? That that verges on the too tough <laughs> question, <laughs> because um, not all hearing loss is the same. Right. Some of it is very difficult um, to to um, have help for. Some of it is much more straightforward. But there are other things that are available that, that can be accessed through one of my referrals, which has nothing to do with AgeWell Pittsburgh. It's outside the boundaries right. of AgeWell Pittsburgh. But there are wonderful resources in, in Pittsburgh. For example, you can get um, at very low cost a um, a headset that's that's similar to what you might get at the theater mm -hmm. or a concert, which has an infrared system so that if you put that on, you don't have to turn the television set up loud. You put it on and the sound from the television goes directly into your ears and you can turn it up as loud as it needs to be to gain to gain uh, enough volume right. so that you can hear it is a wonderful thing may i tell you that i have one in my own house <laughs> and i do i do it's the truth and i i would not be without it it allows me because i do have a hearing loss it allows me to hear very clearly what's going on in that television screen um, but there are other devices as well uh, that just project sound a little bit better. They're not quite as, they're definitely not as sophisticated as hearing aids. And also there are special telephones with special amplifications that you have to get in a, in a, uh, in a place that really knows what they're doing. Really? Uh, there's doorbells that, that flash lights uh, rather than ring so that the person can see that somebody's at the door. There are there are some ways. I'm not going to say it's going to bring wonderful hearing to the person. And also it brings up a whole other question of cost. Hearing aids are very expensive. And the resources for hearing aids for people who, who cannot afford them are few and far between. There are some, but they're not easy to access. But you have referrals for those other I do. products. Yeah, good. I do. Absolutely. Okay. Um, how how do you know that this program is successful? What what are what are how do you measure? I, I mean, I oh, would imagine yeah. that there's some personal satisfaction for you. Um, you know, have having somebody have a problem, um, you helping them either on the spot or with a referral. Uh, but on the other hand, are there any, let's say, measurement tools, any ways for AgeWell and the three uh, aligned organizations to keep score, if you will? Boy, I was hoping you would ask me that question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you wrote it down. <laughs> uh, so the, the first thing is that, you know, you mentioned personal satisfaction, and that, although that was not on my list of things to say is, uh, but the fact is that I do get personal satisfaction because 
I call everybody back who has called me. So that if you have called me and we have talked about an issue and I have given you some referrals, in two or three weeks, I will call back Mm -hmm. to see how that referral worked. If it worked well, wonderful. I'm on cloud nine. If it didn't work, then I have to I have to look some more and kind of try to figure out with the person why that didn't work. Very often, the person just hasn't started to do it yet. Sometimes it takes a long time for that to get moving. But uh, other than my personal uh, satisfaction, we do have satisfaction surveys that go out to our um, our clients. Um, But we also have, um, not that long ago, within the last couple of years, gone into a whole other field of measuring, actually, Mm -hmm. measuring statistically what happens to our, everybody who's involved in age well. We have a system of risk factor assessments um, that are associated with losing independence and uh, what we can do to prevent or delay this loss. And in fact, um, the statistics coming out now um, are just really wonderful. Uh, For example, we have estimated, um, Age Well Pittsburgh clients have an estimated 26 emergency department visits per 100 clients per year, which is about half yeah. of the estimated 54 per 100 clients that Medicare recipients in general have. And, and, and the same thing is uh, for hospital admissions, much lower rate than just the general population. So these are measurable things, and it's wonderful, and it's been so successful that other agencies around the country are asking how we are doing this, and could they please plug into our tools well, it's interesting you said that because when I first started to get an idea of what AgeWell did, I was so excited about the concept that I just assumed that this was going on in many other areas in Pittsburgh, and you specifically were the, let's call it local representative, but that this was going on in New York and Los Angeles and Cleveland and Philadelphia, et cetera. And then you said, no, Pittsburgh's really the anchor city. Is that right? It was the first city. It remains the um, the primary city. There are a couple of uh, places that have sprung up around the country, Rhode Island most uh, specifically, but there are other a uh, couple of other places around. As you said yourself, this is not an easy concept to get right. off the ground. Everybody loves the idea of a collaboration, loves it. Uh, and the more you go on and hear about um, funding sources and funding streams. People hear collaboration and they get all excited about it. So on paper, it's wonderful. In practice, it's a whole other story. And we work at it every month. We have a collaborative meeting of all staff. We all come together. We talk about issues. Um, we keep ourselves informed. We have a representative from each agency who's like the immediate head of of the program. So we have the triumvirate, we call them, um, that heads every meeting, and we keep up to date on things and keep each other well-informed about our mission. Well, 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 I guess, you know, to me, this this show was not about money, and, of course, the vast majority of the shows are, are about money. But could you talk a little bit about what type of expenses there might be, uh, let's say, to two areas, one that the agencies might incur, 
and B, and perhaps more relevant to our listeners, what kind of fees that they might anticipate. Um, I assume that when they call you, you don't say, what's your credit card before I tell you the answer, but what what are some of the costs involved, let's say specifically for our listeners of services that you might provide or you might refer? Okay, first of all, um, the information and referral line, which is my line, has no cost associated with it. Huh. So I provide information to anybody at no cost. In Pittsburgh, out of Pittsburgh, it doesn't matter. Some of the other services do have price tags and involved with them. Now, for example, um, uh, uh, day services, which I mentioned with people with dementia, uh, family members can send their loved one who is suffering and becoming isolated at home with dementia or providing other problems, can send them to a day service program. We have one. It's called Anathan Club. It's right on Murray Avenue in uh, Squirrel Hill across from the library. It's wonderful, wonderful. Right at Murray and Owlsboro. Uh, Murray and, well, Catacorner from the library is mm-hmm. where it is. Um, there is a, a fee. That's too. been there a long time. And that is a fee for service. That costs, I think it's $52 a day. A day. A whole day. Which includes snacks, lunch, um, not entertainment, but stimulation, uh, supervised programming. So that's an example of a cost. In-home care, there is a cost to that. It's a cost per hour, uh, which is generally speaking better than you'd get from another agency, but it is a cost nonetheless. Um, physical therapy, which is available at our physical therapy facility at the corner of um, Forbes and Shady. Uh, the JAA sponsors that, and that's usually taken care of by insurance. So your insurance uh, is accepted. All, all major insurances are accepted there. There will be fees, and some are sliding scale fees. For example, as far as um, care management is concerned, that's done on a sliding scale fee. So if the fee is $75 an hour, but you can't afford $75 an hour, we take that into consideration, and maybe your fee will only be $25 an hour. And, and, and I will tell you this, just speaking personally, because I, um, we were billed with uh, Jewish Family Children's Services. I considered that one of the great bargains. <laughs> it is. A, um, yes, I, I, I mean, Pearl Averbach at $75 an hour, uh, that is an unbelievable bargain. Yeah, it uh, is. I mean, for, in terms of the amount of value that she provides. Well, and they provide 100%. <laughs> well, let's take one more break. Uh, Jim and Maxine will continue the conversation when we return. And since tonight's show is live, if you have a question, there's still time to call us at 412-333-9385. The Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks, featuring the expert advice of Pittsburgh-based CPA attorney Jim Lang. More coming up on KQV AM 1410. The Lang Money Hour continues on KQV AM 1410. For all of your financial needs, turn to Lang Financial Group in Squirrel Hill, 412-521-2732. Let's talk more smart money. And welcome back to the Lang Money Hour with Jim Lang and Maxine Horn from Agewell, Pittsburgh. Maxine, can you give us some examples of how you might proceed with a caller? So somebody somebody calls... Maybe there's a quick answer. Maybe there isn't. What would be a, a natural course? 
Uh, the nat- and, and, of, and of course, it's going to be different for each situation, but right. maybe uh, a typical one or one or two scenarios. Okay. I'll, I'll give you a good scenario because it, it involves a number of... Um, a number of possibilities. Let's just say that um, Carol is a devoted out-of-town daughter. She doesn't live here. Um, And she calls me because she's at home visiting, and her father had fallen and broken his ankle. And, but is now home. He's home from the hospital, but trying to help her mother, who has serious macular degeneration. Carol will need to return to her job in New York soon. What shall she do? So this, this is a multifaceted question. Again, not an unusual scenario, um, but one that we would approach bit by bit. First of all, we would suggest some in-home care for a limited period of time until the father regains some stability. Uh, we hope that he would go to our outpatient rehab uh, clinic because they live in Oakland and there is transportation, free transportation to our uh, clinic from his residence. So that's a terrific, that's a terrific thing. So you're going to get some rehab for dad. Rehab for dad and some in-home care so that mom doesn't have to worry and he doesn't have to worry so much when he has to get up. Uh, maybe in the middle of the night, to go to the bathroom. There's somebody there to help him until he gets to the point where he can manage a little bit better by himself. So let's say that um, mom's not not feeling like cooking now because life is tough for her right this minute. So we'll get some home-delivered meals uh, into her. Agewell Pittsburgh has a home-delivered meal program called Molly's Meals. It's the only kosher Meals on Wheels program. Um, in Allegheny County, and it's well-respected and well-used. Here is a very important thing that I would encourage them to uh, get, and that's a personal emergency response system. Now, this is one of those deals, I've fallen and I can't get up kind of thing. Well, we don't we don't promote that particular unit, but we do promote another unit um, that we do call Elder Alert. It works very much the same way, uh, but it's a local company, and we like to do business with mm-hmm. local companies. And um, by having an Elder Alert, if after the, the in-home care person leaves, if Dad has a moment of panic or pain or he falls again, he'll push the button and help will be on its way in a an amazingly short amount of time. Uh, I would recommend some reading material for mom for the li- from the library for the blind and physically handicapped. And I would, rec- I would recommend certainly some training by Blind and Vision Services. These are all very well-respected organizations um, that are perfect for this situation. The very last thing I would talk to them about would be to have, since since Carol does not live in Pittsburgh, and since there's a lot of dependency there, I would recommend a care manager for this family. And a care manager is a geriatric social worker, a trained, licensed clinical geriatric social worker, like Pearl, that you mentioned. I was, I was just thinking... I can't imagine anybody better than Pearl. Well, there, but, there are two others that are that are on par with Pearl that I love very dearly because they're so good at what they do. 
and um, I would recommend services by one of them because the daughter can keep in touch with this care manager because the care manager is going to go and check up on the family and talk to them frequently and get them drivers if they need to go to mm-hmm. the doctor or make sure that, the, that their checkbook is, is in good shape because they will do that as well, things of that nature. This is the daughter in town that you wish you had. Right. That's what care management is all about. Well, I'm just thinking... What an enormous relief it must be for the daughter to have some of these services in place, and what a difference that potential one call made, and frankly, uh, your ability to diagnose all these different problems and to provide potential solutions just can make an enormous difference in the quality of life uh, for the for patients or your clients or certainly whoever so. you look at. Yeah. Well, I've been doing it for a long time now, so I'm getting pretty good at the listening part. <laughs> so. Um, so, so why don't you tell us about some of the tough ones that you've had? Well, that, uh, by the way, to me, that sounded like a tough one. <laughs> well, that was tough uh, because it was compl- complex, but it wasn't, it wasn't the same kind of difficult that I'm going to tell you about now. Here's, here's where it gets very tricky. When we've got mom or dad, or often mom and dad, who are living at home, and uh, the children come in, and the children will say, Mom and Dad, you have to move out of this house, and you have right. to move out next month. You can't be here another minute. And then they go back to their comfortable apartment in um, Savannah, <laughs> wherever, yeah. wherever. Um, And mom and dad get hysterical because they want to stay in their home. There's a clear disagreement. There's anger. There's all kinds of feelings that get put into this that are very, very difficult. That's difficult. Uh, Another thing that's difficult is um, when there are children and the parent who want to go different directions. Um, Susie wants mom to do X. Barbara wants mom to do Y, and Billy doesn't care one way or the other because he's not involved. He really doesn't care. These are very difficult problems. And one of the best ways to um, address those is to ask the family to come in for a family consult. And this is... um, uh, Well, mediate is not a really good word, but... um, these are these are meetings with a social worker who is objective. That's the that's the key word here. This is an objective person who will, with lots and lots of knowledge at her command, who will sit and listen to all sides of the situation, and hope that by by her guidance, by her help, by having them listen to each other in real time that some sort of compromise can be reached. Yeah. Uh, Let me ask you another question. We don't have much time left, but I think this is important. Uh, You obviously have a lot of resources. How do you find them all? I mean, is this this something that, that came with the three different agencies, or is this something that you have put together? Is there a national register, although you did say that you have a preference for local companies? Where do you get your resources? 
and, and well, referral sources? Well, I inherited a number of them uh, from my predecessor, who, uh, when it was not age well, but it was an, there was another information and referral line called Elder Link, but that was quite small by comparison. I've probably tripled the number of resources, and the reason that I can do that is because if somebody asks me a question and I start Googling and one Google leads to another, another. Google, I find I find resources. I also go to community meetings. The Area Agency on Aging has terrific meetings that provide me with a lot of information. Um, I, get, I get print material. I read. I listen. I represent um, age well on a couple of um, citywide and countywide um, committees. So I hear, and I, I hear. put them down. Yeah. All right, and mm -hmm. could you again tell our audience how they could contact AgeWell, both by telephone number and by website? Why don't we start Absolutely. with phone number first? Phone number first is 412-422-0400. And could you do that one more time in case somebody wants to write that down? Absolutely, 412-422-0400. And the website is www.agewellpgh.org. And one more time for the website also, please. www.agewellpgh.org. Well, thanks for listening to this edition of the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. And thanks to Maxine, from, Maxine Horn from Agewell Pittsburgh for her excellent information and resources. I'm David Baer. Thanks for listening to the Lang Money Hour, where smart money talks. Check out the show archives and listen on demand anytime at retiresecure.com. KQV listeners can receive free tickets to Jim Lang's Pittsburgh area workshops and more. Call the Lang Financial Group at 412-521-2732. That's 412-521-2732. And reserve your seats and meet Jim Lang in person. Again, that's 412-521-2732.